hi Chris. Um, how was it going? Hi Nina. Yeah, good. Thank you. Another week. Another, another week of loneliness in my feels, house. It feels like another month gone <laughs> suddenly <laughs> in a, in about seven days. Honestly. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what 3D people look like anymore. I mean, yeah. Have you been to do grocery shopping? Or have you ordered things? No, I'm still still grocery shopping. Um, I'm going to... I'm gonna make, Oh, this is exciting. Ooh. This is the peak of my exciting week. Okay. I um, The other day, I made too many... Like, not made, but I soaked too many chickpeas. So nice. now I'm going to make hummus. Oh, very nice. What did you make from the chickpeas to begin with? Um, it was like this chickpeas with um, grilled aubergine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the chickpeas were like in a kind of spicy, spicy sauce. And then with like also like a walnut, like a yogurt and walnut sauce on the Ooh, side. Very nice. But can you send me those like sauce recipes because i for some reason i can't remember i i like started having chickpeas when i went vegan like two and a half years ago almost but then like some reason i'd like didn't like them but then recently i can't remember where this was but i had like a dish that was really that had chickpeas in them and they were in some kind of like oily like oily like sauce marinade um and since then, that I've sounds been... really appealing. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. But um, since then, I've been like meaning to have them again, but then I keep forgetting. Okay, I'll send it. I'll Was send it all it. vegan? Well, apart from the walnut, the walnut sauce was with Greek yogurt. So... I mean, I can just put like a like a soy yogurt or something. Yeah, yeah, it was good though. Nice. It was good. Maybe for very healthy. Yeah. Have you been cooking from that? What's that cookbook called where they like curse? Oh, um, like thug something. Yeah. Yeah. So what? What was? What was your window leaking situation, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ap- apologies, podcast listeners. I had to rush off. Um, my my window's leaking some brown juice. Ew. So Yeah. It's 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 actually stained like our curtains, which is a uh, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. But hey ho, such is life. Oh, that's annoying yeah. and how's your house i was just gonna say i feel like we had like a lot more like problems with the house during the winter like just like mold and damp and like like problems with the heating and that kind of stuff but then obviously now it's like all fine um yeah. or not like all fine like there's still some like damp but like obviously it's not like as um as bad as it was um but i do think that like i've lived Obviously, first year of uni, I lived on campus, and since then, I've lived in, like, four different houses, and this is definitely my favourite house. Um, It is, like, up the hill, <laughs> but yeah. I feel like, I do feel like I got used to it, like, quite quickly. It's good, though. It keeps you honest if you have to go up the hill to get to <laughs> <Yeah>. your house. <laughs> yeah, and the buses do, like, go as well. I mean, obviously, now it's a bit shit, but... um. But like in a, like a normal situation, the buses do go. Um, are you still are you still using the bus when you do your shopping? Um, if they're like if there is buses that take me up the hill, um, yeah. Because I only I've been quite good at that. I've only done like a big shop like once a week, so then I've like I had like lots of shopping. So then I would rather like yeah take the bus up the hill 
um, just because like it's like a lot to carry. Um, but yeah, I've been like I've been like buying because I use so much like oat milk, so I like buy like at least three. Um, yeah, three per, per week. No, not not per. I don't remember because I always have like some some like stacked up at home. Not a lot. I'm not hoarding oat milk. How much how much oat milk do you get through a week? I don't know. I'll actually have to check. In like milliliters. Do you think a, a litre? Yeah, whatever that like normal Oh okay. That's if yeah, one of those is that's Heart is. I think that's one litre, yeah. Yeah. I think I get through is it one litre? I think it is. I get through about like one of those a week. Oh yeah, I definitely get through like at least two. Oh two, okay. Because I use it for my porridge. I have porridge every morning. Do you use it for anything else? Not really. Okay. Sometimes if I like make like a sauce or something. Um, but I don't. Yeah, not really. But I know that you can like quite easily make your own oat milk. But mm. I'm lazy. So. To, to anyone listening, we we don't have a script or anything we're going to talk through this <laughs> yeah. week. So this is the be prepared. There was one thing yeah. that just came into my head mm-hmm. in having a little conversation before, mm-hmm. and one thing kind of I have, I think I've learned a bit about this from this year of working, mm-hmm. like from interacting with lots of groups of people, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, it's this thing about kind of broadly speaking, and this isn't directed at any group or any individual, but about the importance in this kind of setting, especially student politics, of building broad coalitions mm. of like of support to do stuff. Because mm. I feel like at the moment we there's lots of groups who rightfully act within like their own self interest of mm. doing stuff. But often like they don't groups we interact with can like sometimes fail to understand other people's self-interest and kind of bring them on yeah and create coalitions of support to succeed in things it's just yeah mm-hmm. something i've noticed recently with kind of groups acting in their own interest but they're not kind of selling that to other groups and bringing other groups in that could have similar interests yeah yeah i i agree and i feel like one thing that i've like struggled with i think like more recently with the situation is that kind of like and, like, I, I want to kind of work in, like, the political sphere in some kind of sense. Not necessarily as, like, a representative, but, like, in some kind of way. And, for example, at the moment, I'm, like, going to apply for, like, a job in, like, the Green Party in Finland, which is about, like, um, supporting, like, the, what do you call them, like, the kind of local political party organisations? Yeah, like the yeah. kind of smaller groups that are like in places um like supporting those and then like um campaigning in we will have like a local elections in spring 21 um so yeah I'm, I'm like i like want to work in in this kind of like sphere but what i i have struggled recently is that kind of like i don't know what to call it like i feel like purposeful misunderstanding of the like opposite side or kind of not wanting to understand where the kind of opposite side comes from or like not wanting like refusing or like rejecting the kind of yeah understanding the the kind of other sides experience and i feel like that like i don't know i feel and i feel like especially with this job i feel like we're often kind of 
in the middle of like different sides and we kind of hear everything and i feel like we have like a like a good position in terms of like understanding what's happening like overall or kind of like in the whole kind of sphere but then it's really hard when i feel like and this isn't coming from like one side i feel like this comes from like all sides um that kind of yeah they like the kind of rejection of or like trying to even like understand the like other um other side of it and then i kind of feel like well what's the point if we then just kind of like like i feel like i like really crave that kind of like trying to work together for a solution <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. i do i like believe in that so much but i feel like yeah i i've like definitely struggled with like i feel like it and it's like i get it like from in like a psychological sense i think it makes sense because it's easier for us to do to kind of be like black and white and have these sides and kind of yeah, yeah um exactly. i i like get it but yeah i do feel like it's definitely like a struggle yeah and i think for me i'm like i'm probably a bit more brutish in the way i think about it in terms of i i think you have to kind of make allies with people to get the stuff done you you want right but mm. you don't have to be friends with them you don't have to get along with yeah. them but you just mm-hmm. it's understanding that they're shared interest and using that to your advantage which i think yeah. a lot of people can miss out on at times mm-hmm. um, and that doesn't mean compromising and agreeing on kind of shit deals or watering down your views your ethics mm-hmm. your beliefs etc mm-hmm. that just means like organizing to get the wins you want mm-hmm. using your own self self-interest alongside other people's and if mm-hmm. if and like trying that and if obviously if mm-hmm. your self-interest doesn't doesn't align it doesn't work out then you just you cut it off but it's just that lack of willingness to try mm-hmm. that i think can hinder some some movements and some groups mm-hmm. um but yeah, no, it's, 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 there's no, there's no right way to do this stuff. And I think, yeah. especially in student politics, it is kind of like fledgling politics, isn't it? And you're, you're learning stuff all the time and mm-hmm. where to go and how to do stuff. And I think it's a good process. Yeah, I think so. And I think especially with like our jobs, I think it's, it's like crucial that we have, we have like, for, I mean, we have, like, fair elections, for example, to make sure that, like, every anyone, like, has the chance to kind of get into this position so we get people who, like, have different approaches and have, like, a different way of doing the job. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's, that's like, a crucial part of, like, making sure that it's kind of the mainstream or the kind of like traditional way of doing things or thinking about things like that's not the only one that can like be in power or kind of like have some kind of um like more agency or kind of yeah or like be the only one who has like who is like capable of doing anything because you know it's there's a million million ways of like doing the same thing and you know we also have like quite like i feel like at least like quite diverse (laughs) of any words but like it like diverse in the sense that like i feel like we have quite a lot of like different like groups and communities of students um so yeah yeah i feel like it's crucial in terms of like having the possibility of like having like different approaches come in to this job 
definitely not. Um, just thinking about what you're saying about the kind of black and white as well. Mm. I wonder if that's also kind of a, a cultural thing. Like, mm. just thinking about British politics. Like, British politics mm. is very black and white. Like, mm-hmm. you're basically either red or blue. Mm-hmm. Like, really, in terms... And then there's a few people in between. But, like, those are the... Uh, those. That's, like, the political parties you choose. Mm-hmm you want like if you're part of the mainstream and i wonder if that kind mm-hmm. of plays into the way we see politics and mm-hmm. student politics works you're either on this side you're on that side yeah i think i think so and i feel like it is like a i don't think it's difficult for me to understand but it is definitely different in terms of like in the finnish political system for example like it just isn't possible for one party to like form the government on their own um so it's always it always has to be some kind of coalition government um and i mean yeah obviously there's like kind of issues with that as well and like a lot more of that kind of like i i don't know a lot more but like i feel like a lot of that kind of you promise to do something completely else but now when you're in this government position with these other parties you like have to compromise like a lot more i feel like that definitely happens um and I feel like, yeah, the black and white thing, I feel like I do that so much kind of in my head that like, and like I've been trying to like work through this and I feel like it's like, it's such like a natural thing to do to be like, this is a bad guy, this is a bad person and they, they there can't be anything kind of good in them or they can't do anything good. Um, and I definitely do feel like I like see it in myself and I feel like I've been like a lot more aware of it when I'm like, stressed or like anxious or like not like in a good place i feel like i do that like even more that i can kind of easily in my head be like this person that i work with or i'm friends with or somehow close with if they like do something that annoys me easily in my head i'm like well they fucking suck anyway <laughs> you know which obviously isn't like how how the world actually work is huh yeah i mean you chris did you not <laughs> understand <laughs> what we're talking about (laughs) no i love you kiss please um but yeah i do yeah i do feel like there's probably an element of like the 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 political system being so kind of what's the word opposition yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and so strongly like here and then in like america for example yeah Um, nina on a on a scale from one your brain is like a brand new Ferrari and 10, your brain is like um, a bowl of soup. <laughs> where, where are you at this Friday? Um, I do honestly feel like since my um, my body monthly fails me <laughs> due to um, having periods, um, I do feel like that like... It's just is, that, affects... is that a feminist view, Nina? <laughs> I mean, it's what happens. <laughs> um obviously other people than women can have periods but as a, as a cisgender woman a uh, woman i do have i do have periods um and it just, it just affects me so kind of like overall and like even just just today like i was waiting for the kettle to boil and it was sunny outside i was looking outside and i just almost started to cry nothing was going on okay. absolutely okay. nothing and i was just like so I would say, um, yeah, probably the bowl of soup. To be honest, it's just, it, yeah. yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't help my kind of 
thinking or um brain functions to be yeah. in this state um and i think the way like the fact that all of our like like everyone else all of our work is online and mm-hmm. for us at the moment we can literally have days where it is back-to-back meetings nine to five mm-hmm. and you're on video call all the time so mm-hmm. you're literally just sat there in the same spot talking to people about whatever it may be i think that yeah. really does kind of slow your brain down quite mm-hmm. a lot yeah how is your brain feeling in the scale yeah yeah the soup as well like yeah. actually less it may, maybe like a no, like a thick soup mm. like a pea soup mm-hmm. like i feel like mm-hmm. if i was to move too quickly or if i was to roll on my side it might just fall out of my ear yeah yeah honestly <laughs> honestly oh. how is um how is being you said before um that you don't remember how people look in in 3d yeah 3D. how is I'm, yeah i am um, i also said my friend called me up. He's like, "You said this a few days ago." Like, I and he said it back to me. I was like, "Oh my god, that's depressing." Oh. So I said to my friend the other day, "I forgot how it, it feels to touch people," which oh. it sounds weird, it sounds creepy. But it it doesn't sound <laughs> creepy. It's true, yeah. And then when he said that back to me, I was like, "Oh my god, that's depressing." Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I do, I do feel like there is such, such like an element in this that. And, like, I live with two other people, but even, like, I, do, I still feel like it's that kind of, like, I don't, like, stay away from them, but it yeah. is definitely that kind of, like, you feel so much more kind of, like, very of, like, being close to a person. Um, and especially, I feel like for you, since you're, like, used to living with someone and then they're not there and then, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's creepy. I think that's just... Like, humans, like, naturally need, like, touch yeah. each other. <laughs> Physical connection. Yeah, exactly. Have you, um, have you been up to anything wholesome recently? Um, one thing that was on my list that I was like, I want to say, um, I have been watching The Office, the US version, obviously. Um, it's only, like, I think it was only last year when I watched it first time. And I'm watching it like for the fourth time. <laughs> and I was saying, I was saying to my friend when I was watching it that like, if there's ever a point in my life that I don't find Office funny, like that's it. Like that's the fucking end. <laughs> like if I honestly, Dina, don't... I asked you something wholesome, and now you're talking about ending. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this is wholesome. It is wholesome. It makes me like the same stupid jokes make me laugh so much that i'm just like making food or something and it's like in my headphones or something and i just like laugh to myself like honestly it's yeah i i wanted to ask your opinions on the office i watched all of the office a long time ago and i can't remember any of it us or uk us Mm -hmm. i i just i've do you know i've watched too much parks and rec that like oh yeah isn't it quite Broke similar though? Say again. It's quite like similar, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the same kind of. They're not. It's not like amazing TV. It's it's mm-hmm. it is kind of brain numbing, but like at the yeah. same time, it's nice. Yeah, exactly, and that's how I was because I. I was watching. What was I watching before? I can't remember. But I like. It was only like last week or like two weeks ago or something that I like for some reason just needed to watch something like that's like easy to watch and i started watching the office and it's just like yeah just like the like <laughs> simple stupid jokes like it's just so kind of like 
yeah, I feel like easy, easy entertainment and then also just like, yeah, make me laugh because it's just yeah. funny. Um, I've, I've, yeah. I've been watching the thick of it. Um, and oh, that's what you were talking about the other day with Becky and Ellie and I didn't realise what you were talking about. It's, it's amazing. I don't know. I don't. Tell me if this is a British thing. Mm-hmm. Right? It's really, I find it absolutely hilarious, but it is basically just a show about people being really rude to each other like literally just calling each other the most creative and horrible names possible uh-huh. and like threatening people in the most creative and horrible ways possible yeah i honestly do think that that's quite pretty <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. is, is that in finland if there was a show like that would it be funny would people like it um maybe but i do feel like i have like a weird thing at not just me like obviously there's there's probably i feel like there's like a theoretical term for this and i feel like i i spoke to this uh spoke about this with um with a friend of mine who was like um trying to get to study um drama that i feel like it's like because so we we get like we get so much of kind of like especially american tv and american music and everything so you get like used to hearing english from like all the time so now I feel like, or like not now, for like a long time, I feel like seeing acting in Finnish, like, is a bit cringy. Or like, it's like, it, I, I'm not like convinced by the acting for some reason. And it's, it's so weird. And that's why like, I don't watch anything Finnish, like TV shows or movies or anything. Because just because it just doesn't like, it's like not convincing for some reason. And it's weird. Okay. Uh, so when you said that, I was trying to think that I feel like, because I don't watch like, there, there is like a bunch of like comedy, like series and like shows and everything in, in Finland, but like, I don't watch any of it. So I don't actually kind of, I don't like, I don't know how I would like describe the kind of like basic humor. Um, so I, but I would think so. I don't know. But I do also think that like, that kind of like how would you say it kind of like crude or kind of like cruel humor is kind of finished to yeah. be kind of like super um like super mean and like direct yeah yeah i i i was having a conversation with my friend one of my friends the other day mm. and i said something like i literally I, like it was just i was literally purely just being mean to them i was like oh my god that was so funny and then i i, I like took it away and i just thought that i was like that was actually really mean yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was actually yeah. really mean um yeah. but yeah it's just it's so part of like every conversation that it's mm-hmm. just it's normal yeah 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 i do think that i do feel like it's oh my my neighbor's dog is like jumping on them oh sorry there's drama the dog is going crazy <gasps> oh my god i also see my neighbor's cats fighting all the time like in yeah. the little like fence that they have like between their backyards nice the in talking about cats mm-hmm. i think i might have lost my mind right <laughs> don't don't judge me but i've basically there's this one cat that keeps like destroying my garden like because it's got like wood chips all over it my garden like in the beds mm-hmm. it keeps like knocking them everywhere and yeah knocking stuff over so i put i was told that cats if you put chili flakes on your garden, cats don't go near it because they don't like the smell. Oh, are you sure it's a cat and not a fox? 
Yeah, yeah, my garden. I've seen the cat out there. But oh. I don't think a fox would go into like the back gardens here because they're all like walled off. And oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like open spaces where they can kind of scavenge. Uh-huh. Uh, scavenge. So did this? Did the chili flakes work? Um, I haven't inspected the garden. I only did this a couple of days ago. Oh. I haven't inspected the garden yet. Mm-hmm. So. So um, did you like plant like super nice plants and everything, and then it just tore them apart? It doesn't tear them apart. It just kind of like knock stuff everywhere and also poos oh that's not nice did i tell you about that we had cat poo in our roof that i had to clean (laughs) how did you get it in your room so we have like a roof bit that's like our like kitchen so it's like it's like the ground floor so the kitchen like goes like i can show you um it's kind of like an extension so that's like the kitchen roof Oh, okay. How do you explain that? It like goes out, so it's like low, yeah. so we can climb to the roof. Um, and it was during that time when it was really, really hot. Um, so we were like on the roof all the time. Uh, and then one time we just went outside and it smelled really bad, and there was a fucking cat poo there. Um, and it was like because it was so hot, like like flies were coming in and ooh. But um How come Philip didn't do it? Well What would you think would be the reason? <laughs> he's gonna, I, I can't think of it, Nina. Please tell me. He's gonna get so mad because he's so mad about already that we haven't taken him um to the podcast. We haven't accepted him as a guest. Yeah, but I I feel like he is a victim of his own anger there. Because like, <laughs> because he wants to be on the show so much, yeah. and we're not letting him. Like it's too it's too enjoyable. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Um, but I oh. I mentioned the wholesome stuff because oh yeah, I I, I personally think I've been doing some mm-hmm. wholesome stuff recently. Nice. I recently collected some firewood for my for oh, yeah. my um mm-hmm. yeah for my wood burner. And I've been sawing up some like scaffold board ready mm-hmm. to go in the fire pit. I've also been growing some stuff, so I've got some radishes almost ready to be. Oh yeah! And I've mm-hmm. also got some lettuce. Nice. Um, yeah. Are so they all just still growing in like where you put them like in the windowsill? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just can't be bothered to take them outside because it just like it, you run the risk of slugs eating them, and like there's no real reason to take them outside because I'm not going to repot them in. Yeah. Um, in like the beds, so I'm just living in, in their pots. And wouldn't they also die like if it gets like colder during the night? Yeah, if you get frost, they'll die. But mm. I don't think we're getting frost at the moment. Yeah, it has been snowing in Finland, so. When does it stop snowing? <laughs> I mean, it depends. Like sometimes it can like snow in like June. Like have like we'll have like a a bit of snow and then it melts. How warm? Like, does it get warm? Well, it does. It can do. Um, and it, it really depends. Like even now, um, I think it was last week. There was like a couple of days, even in central Finland, which is like quite north compared to here, that it was like fifteen degrees, um, quite warm, and in Helsinki as well. But then like now we, yeah, we can like easily kind of have days that like it like snows a bit and then it melts. It's yeah, like yeah. seven degrees, eight degrees in Helsinki now. Um. And kind of sunny, but it's it's still been like minus degrees like during the night like in my hometown in central Finland. Yeah, and it is fifteenth of May, so it is a bit. Wow. 
Yeah. But I, I just, what's, what's the days like? Where, is Finland one of the countries where you get, like, in the summer, days where there is no darkness? Yeah. In the, like, up in the north, there is, like, a month or a month and a half that, like, the sun doesn't set. Um, and in my hometown... What, what yeah. yeah, my hometown yeah, is quite, like, like, in the middle of Finland, like, it's quite central. Like, we have, like, maybe... It doesn't. It doesn't get like pitch black at all during the summer before like August, um, but we do get like two or three hours maybe of kind of like, like the sun does set, but it's it's like still kind of yeah, it's not pitch black. Um, so does then, that mean like most houses have like blackout blinds and stuff? Um, yeah, I wouldn't say most. I think it's kind of you're used to it since. Okay. You know, you just, um, probably more like up in the north. Yeah, yeah. We have those, I, I don't know the word for that in, in English, but it's one of those that you put like, you know, when you have like double glazed windows, you put like in between, like, um, what is the word? It's like, like this, and then you turn and they open and they close. In Shutters. Yeah, Shutters. that, that yeah. type of thing. Um. So I think those like work better. Yeah. But yeah, I do you remember uh, midsummer, which is like twenty second of June. Midsummer, like five years ago, maybe that it snowed. So. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So so when when it was like so when there was light all the time, would you ever when you were like growing up in Finland, especially like in mm-hmm. your like teenage years, would you ever pull like all nighters and it'd be like easy? Oh yeah, yeah, and I remember like a specific time when. I had already actually been here for a year, but then I went on this, like, um, event thing with, like, this, um, kind of, like, student politics organization that I was in before. We had, like, event for the people that had, like, been involved before, and it was, it's kind of, like, in the, in the west coast of Finland, so it was, like, not, like, a lot more north than my hometown, but still, like, more north. I remember we, like, because we were obviously drinking for the weekend, and then we, like, went to watch the sunset at, like, 11 and then like two hours later the sun like started to come so then we went to see the sunrise um so yeah it's definitely like summer is definitely like and because it gets like cold during like it can get really cold during the nights but like let's say if it's the same as here kind of like if it gets like 20 25 like it doesn't get like really cold during the night so you can like easily kind of just like stay outside for the whole night yeah god i love summer Summer's yeah. so good. Yeah, it is. And then especially when you, if you have a cabin and you have the sauna and you can just go to the sauna for the whole night and just go swimming in between and everything. Go to the sauna for the whole night. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do that like with my, with my really? friends if it's like midsummer and we um, we're like at a cabin if there's like a sauna, like the sauna is on for like hours and hours because you just put like more wood in and then, night, sorry? If you're in there all night, surely you, like, would literally just come. There would be no liquid left in your body. But you're not, like, you do, like, you're there for a bit, and then you go outside, you go for a swim, you, like, hang out outside, then you go in for it again. Like, it's not like you're there for, like, a long amount of time at the same, like... Yeah. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah. I do love a good sauna. Yeah. I do. That, that, is the, that is the biggest thing that I miss in Finland apart from my friends and my family obviously <laughs> <laughs> obviously 
Sorno's your number one, though. Yeah. My mum did send me a package of uh, rye bread and rye porridge the other day, so. Nice, nice. Sorted again for a bit. One of the things that I did want to um, ask you about, Chris, we kind of talked about this already, but you were saying about, um, yeah, just kind of, because I've read some things about kind of relationships and dating like during the COVID time and in Finland because like the southernmost county was like in like borders were closed so then there were some stories that like oh I like only like two weeks before that like started dating this new person and now we can't see each other and like all of that and then I have um there's this person that I follow um that I wanted to talk about but first I wanted to talk to you because you're clearly clearly that's not the word you're obviously in a long-term relationship at the moment. And in this horrible pandemic, how is that going? Yeah, it's it's certainly interesting. <coughs> it's, not, it's not only in terms of you have the here and now, obviously, and how your relationship works here and now, but mm-hmm. there's also um, long-term considerations, like yeah. especially for me and my partner mm-hmm. going forwards and she's finishing university and I'm finishing this job so it's like what do we do next kind of thing yeah what can we do next even mm-hmm. um and obviously her being in different countries very difficult too um mm-hmm. so it's a struggle um mm-hmm. but we're yeah we're we talk every day so it's yeah it's not as difficult as I thought it might be but mm-hmm. it's still really difficult um yeah and I feel like when you especially when you're living with someone I feel like it's like you're so used to kind of having them around all the time and yeah. then suddenly they're not there for like a long time yeah exactly yeah yeah and you're used to being in a routine with that person yeah doing certain stuff together and yeah when you when they're not there it's like you realize how much you did together as well it's like who do i do stuff with now Mm -hmm. (laughs) how do you feel like because i think we we kind of discussed this before or like had a chat about because i (laughs) my own (laughs) attachment issues are a different thing but I have a really, like, it's not a pet peeve. It's like a, what would you call it? Maybe it is a pet peeve of, like, people who are in relationships or get into relationships and relationships and suddenly, like, it feels like they can't be their own person anymore. And that do, really do makes... Do you want to tell the gym story, Nina? Sorry? <laughs> do you want to tell the gym story? What's the gym story? You're I'm... telling me about that's a at the gym like or was talking you were talking to them or something like this and how they're saying how they have to go to the gym with their partner oh yeah oh wait oh yeah 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 so that's that's a part of it yeah but yeah i i get like anxious when i like see people like that because i like i feel like i have such like a strong sense of kind of individuality or like being myself so yeah i I do feel like there's like yeah my friend um who's been in she has definitely been in this relationship for like five years like a long time and before that she was really in like already really into like weightlifting and going to the gym and she's always been really athletic and she like had that and then now um she like only i mean i don't know only go to the gym with her partner but since she's been in that relationship i've like stumbled upon on got at being at the gym at the same time as them and 
them kind of like I don't know it make it like even just now it like it makes me anxious <laughs> because I'm just like oh uh. um but I heard them being like she was like so what are we doing today at the gym and I was like fuck me <laughs> if I ever get to a point that I can't even do my I get like going to the gym together I get it I get even like doing the same workout but if you're at that point that you literally cannot even do that by yourself, what is the point in life? <laughs> yeah. Again, but what it, is I mean, the point? Yeah, yeah. I, I, to me, it sounds like you you have, obviously, you want to be your own person, but, like, you're, you're more scared of the extreme, the extremists mm -hmm. of what relationships can be, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. Like, no one wants to be in a relationship where they don't feel like they exist as an individual mm -hmm. anymore. It's all yeah. about it's a marriage of of individuals being bringing their personalities together to make to still be the, their themselves but also make yeah. something better. And I feel like I don't know, like I feel like there is this kind of like sense of like this other person is my other half, blah blah blah, which is like obviously like I get it. It's quite like traditional kind of way of thinking like in the patriarchy and like in the system to be like the, the, the relationship or like marriage and stuff is like the ultimate thing that you like it's like the ultimate goal that you should have in your life so i get like where it comes from and i get why people think like that but i feel like it's so unhealthy to kind of think that like you like wouldn't be complete on yourself or like you wouldn't be complete like as a person because I don't, I don't, I honestly don't believe that, like, if you, if you kind of, if that's, like, the thing that you're trying to seek for is, like, some kind of, like, the other person, like, being the reason why you're happy or, like, bringing you happiness or, like, completing you. Like, I don't feel like that's, like, ever, like, true and that's, like, ever kind of, like, real. But you, you, you want that because, you know, you have some kind of, yeah, other kind of, I feel like insecurities maybe about kind of just not being your own um yeah. I, I think yeah. yeah any any relationship founded on mm. individuals wanting to be fixed or wanting to be better yeah or, and mm -hmm. vice versa any relationship founded on someone wanting to fix someone is not going to be a good relationship yeah like, yeah it's not a good basis to go you should be excited about what you both bring to the relationship not be yeah. there like i'm great i'm going to fix that person or i'm shit mm -hmm. that person's great they need to help me yeah, exactly. And I was actually listening to a podcast that was really interesting. I think the word is um, codependency in English. And she was, she was, there's this person talking about, um, in Finnish, but she was talking about her kind of like journey of like realizing, um, I mean, she, she wasn't really calling, she said that like what more, what she feels like more kind of describes her is that like, she's like addicted to love. And like addicted to like feeling like feeling love or like feeling like being in love um which i thought was like really interesting and then obviously there's some like not obviously that was horrible there was some i think understandably there was some other kind of mental health difficulties that she had that then like kind of allowed this situation of her being quite like um like open up more possibilities of then like people taking advantage of her and like kind of her staying in like toxic situations and toxic um 
relationships. Um, but I th- do think it's interesting. And one other thing that I like, what I've been like thinking about this recently is because there's this um, woman that I follow. She's Finnish. She was like in like, um, you know those people who are like in one reality TV show and then they end up being in like lots and they kind of become like celebrities because they've been on like reality TV. Um, yeah. She um, she used to do like a bunch of reality TV and now she does like other stuff and she does this podcast with another person and I really, really like her and I think she's very kind of like... I feel like it, I like always respect women who kind of... who are very kind of... Um, not ashamed of being kind of like really open about like being sexual or like being kind of like really open about their sex life or kind of like yeah just like as a woman not being like afraid of being like what's the word um like like slut shaming and that kind of stuff um and then she and the other person like in their podcast they talk about like they're like in their 30s they're like 33 or something and they keep talking about how like oh it's so hard to like dating is so hard and like finding relationships and they really want a relationship and like being love and everything which it was really interesting and then now she's like found someone and which is obviously great and she seems to be like very in love and everything but then sometimes when she like she like talks about how like oh i can't stay away from the person for like more than like two days a week or like now she's like started to go to the gym and like started eating differently and all of that because of the like man that she's dating is like into fitness and into like eating healthy and everything and i'm like obviously those are like great things to do but every time that i like see women get so kind of like what's the word um like they get they get into this kind of and obviously, like, obviously, I can't know. I'm not her. Like, I can't know if that's, like, a genuine interest in, like, getting healthy and, like, fitness and, like, eating better because she wants to and that person was just, like, a nudge to do it. I can't know that. But so every time I, like, see women kind of get into, like, I feel like these situations that it's quite easy for men to kind of, try to like mold them into what they want or like what they like like or like what they like often kind of very toxically like deem that like women should be like i feel like i'm always just so kind of did now when i think about it when i was thinking about like talking about this in the podcast it was like after the last episode i'm like people are gonna fucking think that i just hate men (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't hate men i hate the patriarchy <laughs> that's I, the I, thing yeah, i mean the the patriarchy the elite elite quote-unquote elite men of the world aren't exactly making a good good case themselves are they so yeah. i think it's, it's yeah. more than fair enough to, um yeah, yeah it, it, it reminds me of in parks and rec um mm. and perkins she basically for a long lot, lot mm-hmm. of the of the whole series and the whole many series, many series mm-hmm. of Parks and Rec. She, the problem she has is she often gets into relationships with men, mm-hmm. and when oh, when oh. she's in those relationships, changes to be like those men to yeah. kind of please them. Mm-hmm. So like she starts dating Chris, who's this, who's mm-hmm. like the, the city manager mm-hmm. at one point, um, and she starts running loads and doing all this stuff and eating better and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's not actually happy because she's being someone else. And like, you mm-hmm. have to kind of own that, own who you are. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But have you have you ever kind of had like a point in, um, in your life that you've kind of felt like codependent, or kind of like you felt like oh, like I need to take like a step back because I feel like I'm being like too, too kind of dependent on the other person. Yeah, I think so. When I was younger. Mm. Like, when I was first, makes me sound like I'm old, I'm not old, <laughs> being 23, but, like, when I first, oh, it's going to sound really bullshit, but, like, when I first discovered the kind of whole concept of love, mm-hmm. liking someone and being infatuated with someone. Yeah. At that stage, I was like, because you know so little, you're like, oh, my God, this feels amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do this all the time. Yeah. And then you realise, like, now I look back, a little bit looking back, I'm like, oh, that's not really very healthy. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. it's great to be in love with people. Yeah. Um, but like, you need to have control also. Like, mm-hmm. you can't be, you can't be basically like facing these absolute highs of being with them, and then facing these absolute like nadirs of when you're not mm-hmm. with them and being in these terrible places because that's mm-hmm. not good for you. you like, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's quite individualistic, but you have to, you yeah. have to be happy in yourself before you go. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere. exactly. And I do feel like I was recently talking about this with my friend. I do feel like often it happens. Or I've like seen it happen with like people around me that when people get into like their first relationships when they're teenagers and then if that like continues for quite long and then if suddenly kind of in your 20s or something that relationship ends it's like quite hard for those people to kind of be their own person because they're kind of I feel like often it can happen that you don't kind of grow up to be your own person because you're in this kind of like intimate relationship where it can often kind of get into that point that and then also I feel like what also like um like directs or like yeah influences that is the kind of like kind of unhealthy and toxic ideas of what we think like love to be or like relationship to be or like marriage to be um because the, the system like it, it it's fucked in terms of kind of driving us to this one point as if kind of because it's bad for the system if we're on our own and think for our own <laughs> yeah, i think yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i feel like that like influences a lot that like you have these like you can easily have these like strong ideas of what like relationship is supposed to be or love is supposed to be or how you're supposed to act as a girlfriend or a boyfriend or like like a partner that then that can easily kind of influence in how you are in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. I feel like. it, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, love is a, it's a, it's a weird place, isn't it? And like relationships mm-hmm. are a weird place because it can be, they can be like incredibly, like I think there's often mm-hmm. this connotation of relationships always being like, you go, you go to a relationship to find love and like all this great stuff, et cetera, et cetera, which is really good, but like relationships can also be very like dangerous places as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the the kind of toxic coercion of people to behave in certain ways and mm-hmm. to lose their own. yeah it's it's also like it's I think there needs to be like more awareness of how it can go wrong. For people yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. To wrap it up, Chris, what is your top thing that you're missing in lockdown? Um. Now that it's getting to summertime, sitting on the beach with some friends and swimming in the sea. That's and a good barbecues. One. Yeah, you can have a barbecue in, barbecue in your car to move up. 
Nina, have you ever seen someone having a barbecue on their own? It is the saddest thing in the world. I think I think we need to get used to that, and I think we need to get rid of the idea that it's sad. I think I think we need to reframe it as safe and responsible <laughs> in this new world that we're in. I feel like okay. my uh, my top thing is definitely the gym. There's so many times in this lockdown, and I've had. I had great workouts. My workouts are fine. <laughs> they are fine. And I've been getting into running and that's great. But there is times when I'm like doing my workouts with my resistance bands and I'm like lifting my Ikea bag full of books that I'm like, I just want to feel weights. I want <laughs> to feel a barbell. Like there's so many. And then it doesn't help that like, I don't follow lots of people who um, have like home gyms or like still like there's lots of people in Finland who still fucking go to their gyms because the gyms didn't close. So sometimes I like see people going that I'm just like, fuck you. Like it's just <laughs> it gets to me so much because I'm so like, yeah, I, I have I have had thoughts that I probably need to really have some self-reflection of my kind of like attachment to the gym <laughs> and attachment to working out and what that is actually about but Are you, is it also you're also, you're missing the gym but also a, a certain person that goes to the gym oh yeah well. there there is a i have a gym friend i would say that i haven't really talked to yeah does he does he regard you as his gym friend <laughs> i think so he smiles at me very much and we do say good morning and bye so you know great friendship hope hope he is well and safe in this he looks like yeah. that kind of person that he probably fucking has some kind of home gym yeah we shall see when the gym reopens how much if he is any smaller because if he <laughs> is then probably didn't have a home gym so okay because That's for that kind of stuff. muscles you need fucking weight and not ba bags of books yeah. like i have yeah. So. Okay, that's cool. my top well, ten. It's been good, to, mm -hmm. good to chat, Nina. As yeah. always, yeah, really nice. We we're into fifty minutes again, so nice, nice. Yeah. If anyone has any comments? If anyone's made mm -hmm. it this far, let us know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Any yeah. topics that you want us to cover or discuss in this time when we can discuss anything? Because we only have time, don't we? <laughs> <No>. Okay. <laughs> bye. See you in the next episode. See you next episode, Nina.